When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Bradley Trainer and... When I say everything entertainment lately, entertainment has been disgusting, kind of difficult to digest. Uh, and so, um, you know, maybe we need to debrief a little bit uh, what has occurred over the last few weeks. I mean, we did have our roundtable the other day uh, about sexual harassment, and now we've had more allegations come out about different people. And now Louis C.K. has come forward and owned the actions that had headlines yesterday. So, where are we, Bradley? (laughs) Where are we? I have no clue. And whether this is the beginning, the end, the middle, I have no clue. However, I will say that we have been, and Colleen, you and I occupy, as do all the hosts on my talk, as many of our listeners do, by listening regularly to this station. And I'm sure all sorts of people throughout the world of entertainment have been inundated with stories like this, right? And so, it's just been heavy for us. We've been reading lots of stories. We've been hearing lots of accounts. And for the most part, we're good people. And so when we hear these accounts, we sort of do our due diligence, make sure we read through everything. And and that is a lot. So pile that on day after day, day after day, story after story. For people, again, I'm just going to speak for us and myself. Um, that's heavy. Uh-huh. And it really has gotten me to be thinking. Like I find I was brushing my teeth and I'm thinking about these sex scandals. I'm sitting on the couch at night after, you know, mm-hmm. I've gone to the gym. I've walked my dog. I'm thinking about it while I'm walking my dog. I'm sitting on the couch watching the nightly news. And of course, it's all over that. It's all over the news. I'm looking through Twitter. Of course, it's all over that. So heavy, heavy over and over again. I'm sure a lot of listeners can relate. Mm-hmm. But. I also noticed, and let me know what you think about this, the people around us, most people aren't paying attention as closely. Sure. Most people maybe see a headline or two, maybe have read a story, probably have, you know, talked about it a little bit. But most people don't maybe have the obligation to do what we do, which is know exactly what we're talking about before we open a mic, because that's our job. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And so they don't know all the facts. They don't care. And frankly, I'm not, I don't feel bad that they don't. But what I noticed is in talking to some people around me who maybe aren't paying as close attention is that, um, people end up drawing conclusions about what's going on and making opinions about things in a way that's, actually um, not helped by facts. So what I mean by that is people see headlines and they start to make judgments without having read stories and having the actual facts in front of them. So you and I have read through a lot of these allegations about sexual assault. Yeah. And to a person, they're very um, they're very detailed, uh, very descriptive um, reporters in many cases, whether it's the New York Times or the Washington Post, 
uh, have done tremendous investigative journalism that stands the rigors of, you know, editorial departments and, you know, legal departments. So, like, we don't question any of that. Mm -mm. But the people around us, I think a lot of people around us just see a bunch of headlines and they think and start to develop and draw conclusions that are kind of, again, devoid of truth and a little frustrating. Yeah. So what I mean by that is, like, you, you'll you hear people, and I have heard people say things like, this whole Kevin Spacey thing, I mean, you know, some kid lied about his age and then all of a sudden didn't like that he, you know, um, that Kevin Spacey came on to him. Uh, it's interesting, right? Because you and I see it in the bigger picture, knowing the uh, breadth and depth of the people who he victimized and this being one of the stories. But this is the big story that people are focusing on right now because the mother of that victim came forward and did a press conference and told the story. And so that is a loud voice right now in the room. And that is then the one that the people are listening to without the context of all of the other people and uh, without the context of the full story. So right. when I explain to that particular person, the actual story, like, no, this kid, yeah, he was 18 said he was 21. I mean, did uh, I've lied about my age, um, but Kevin Spacey actually put his, his hands down the, the, the boy's pants in public. And it so shocked a woman that was sitting nearby that when Kevin Spacey went to the bathroom, she told him to run. Mm-hmm. And when I explained that to the person, um, he was like, oh, my God, I had no idea. And so it, I guess the realization I'm having is like, I'm really kind of a little cynical about major change, major reform, things being different, uh, you know, whether or not we're at a tipping point. I really have issues with whether or not that's possible because you and I get it mm-hmm. only because that's a better our job, job, right? Right mm-hmm. uh, by default, and other people who are seriously interested in the topic. But I'm not sure that the average person and many, many caring and very intelligent people, I'm not sure that they are going to be moved to really think that we need to do anything differently. You know, it's interesting because as you're saying this, I'm sort of thinking about um, the fact that. Earlier, when we were talking about this, we were talking about whether or not it is a tipping point. And you said, well, it's an opportunity for a tipping point. Right. And and it occurs to me that in this 24 hour news cycle where and we're so connected, there are about 100 potential tipping points happening simultaneously, which is distracting. It is. That's exactly what my point was, is that it is. It's distracting. It's like you almost don't know which movement you want to be a part of. And so then we sort of spread ourselves so thin and our opinions go to each of those places, but our actions and our words can't necessarily always follow. And it's, it is interesting to me. I think you're right. I think people are able to choose what they can be most informed about and also most outraged about. And then they make a choice about which one of those things they will act on, if any. And I, and I think that that can feel a little bit hopeless in a time when we are, I think we're hearing all of these stories and we're wanting a change to happen and we're wanting people to understand it differently, but we can't count on everybody being as informed. It's not like it was in the 70s and 80s and 90s even um, when we were fed what the nightly news fed us. Now there are so many options and opportunities and places to go to get different types of information. And if you aren't actively seeking some of those things out, you're going to miss like 90% of the story. 
And I mean that on this story, but I also mean that on any, you know, any other issue we're we're, we're arguing about or tense about right now. Yeah. And uh, oh, that just felt really hopeless for a Friday. No, but I think if you're talking about it and other people are having that same experience, that's actually very hopeful. But um, uh, but I totally get the feeling because you do sort of feel like, wow, this is really just a, a missed opportunity or mm-hmm. it's going to be at some point. Um, but the other takeaway I had was, you know, um, and quickly uh, because I or do you want to continue talking about this? Yeah, one? we totally can. Yeah, let's stick a pin in this. All right. And we'll figure Cause I it out. Because I think you'll you'll have some thoughts. Yeah, yeah. Our, okay. <laughs> I mean, otherwise At, we wouldn't have a show. After this, some thoughts. <laughs> We're going to continue this topic on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Recently overheard on Donna and Marley. Poor Eric told us his story, and then Marley and I had absolutely no reaction. You may have noticed. <laughs> so I'm on the phone, and I completely <laughs> zoned out. Start watching a squirrel <laughs> jump outside. Let's find a clip and see what Eric so, said. Hey, Eric, what's your story? Every year I used to come up to the cities here to visit my grandparents, and uh, I always wanted to go to Disney World. And every year, since I was in fourth grade, my grandma snuck me to Disney World without my mom knowing, and I had to play that Don't Tell Your Mom, and finally she found a box of pictures a couple years ago and about Lost or Lid. <laughs> All right, thanks so much for the call, Eric. <laughs> oh, okay, that's a really good story. <laughs> and you're just like, uh... <laughs> You just sound like the worst people at this Bringing you everything entertainment. Donna and Marley on My Talk 1071. Laugh along. Hey guys, Bradley here for my good friends at ARC. That's ARCRelief.org. American Refugee Committee. You know, I got to know American Refugee Committee this summer when I was able to travel to Uganda. I never in a million years thought I would end up in Africa, much less Uganda, much less on the Nakivali Refugee Settlement. This is a wonderful place where great work is being done with people who arrived with very little, if anything. And they've had to leave their homes, their home countries, travel by foot in many cases for miles and miles uh, because of war and conflict. Well, ARC, an organization based right here in the Twin Cities, these are Minnesotans, just like you and me, who realize that there is important work to be done with people who have far less than even uh, the least among us in our own country. ARC travels the world and helps people suffering from war and conflict as refugees. Head to arcrelief.org today to learn more about their programs and all of the easy, wonderful, and rewarding ways you can be involved in their work. arcrelief.org. The shopping event of the season, the Minneapolis Holiday Boutique, November 10th through 12th, now on the field at U.S. Bank Stadium. Shop hundreds of booths and find the latest trends in apparel, jewelry, decor, seasonal gifts, gourmet food, and more. Get inspiration for your holiday gatherings with three festive designer rooms. Plus, enjoy Ladies' Night Out on Friday and Mother-Daughter Night on Saturday. For one-of-a-kind gifts for everyone on your list, shop the Minneapolis Holiday Boutique, November 10th through 12th at U.S. Bank Stadium. Save $2 online at MinneapolisHolidayBoutique.com. Cub is going mega with My Cub Rewards. Save $5 instantly when you mix and match any five participating items. Buy five, save $5. Buy 10, save $10. And there's no limit. Plus, save even more with sweet deals on Honeycrisp apples, $1.99 a pound. And essential everyday turkey, only 79 cents per pound with coupon or My Cub Rewards card. Get in on the savings this week at your neighborhood Cub. Better fresh? 
Better value. See store for details. Colleen Lindstrom, that's Bradley Trainer. And uh, we were just talking in the last segment a little bit about, um, we we're sort of debriefing about all of the heavy, heavy news. It's that, a heavy week. Yeah. I'm sorry, you guys. Well, it's, it's a heavy kind couple of, a heavy of weeks. Month. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, we were talking about some of the responses you've noticed from people uh, surrounding some of the uh, allegations that we've heard about sexual assault from different actors. Just observations. You know, mm-hmm. um, we eat, breathe and sleep these stories. And, you you uh, you know, I see how people around us uh, act. Again, we're super up close and personal to them and have read a lot and paid attention to a lot and listened to a lot, watched a lot, et cetera, et cetera. Not everybody else in our life. In fact, most people don't. And I don't begrudge them that. It's not their job. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, your husband works for a company. He probably knows a lot more about that industry than you and I do. For sure. Um, but but because of that, we have some observations. And one of those observations I've had is that I, I, we all talk about this being a tipping point, an opportunity for change. This is clearly going to mean some long-term changes some institutional reforms. And that very well may be true. But from the uh, reactions and observations I see of the people around me, most people aren't as informed as we are. So there's a very small group of people who are paying as close attention. And it just makes me wonder if really things can change because I hear things that normally intelligent people say that sound a little less intelligent, mm-hmm. like, um, oh, that that Kevin Spacey. I mean, that kid said he was 21 and he bought him some drinks. And what do you expect? And then when you tell them the whole story, they're like, oh. I had no idea. So you have a lot of people, no fault of their own, just kind of going off. And I'm sure we do that in other areas of our lives, Mm -hmm. making sort of half judgments about things or half informed judgments, Mm -hmm. which means that it seems to lessen the overall impact of all the crap that's been going Mm -hmm. on. Um, But most uh, but another, uh, I should say, equally as important observation that I've had. And let me know what you think about this. So I am a person who has been sober for 15 years. I put down alcohol because I had a problem with alcohol and I was able to find a way to like not have that be an issue. Part of that process, as you are well aware, is to do an inventory, Mm -hmm. right, to do a full accounting. And I won't bore you with the details of all of the crap that I did as a result of my drinking, Mm -hmm. okay? And then I single-handedly, as we all do, if we choose to follow this way to put down alcohol Mm -hmm. or drugs, um, go about trying to uh, account for that behavior by speaking to people, Mm -hmm. by making restitution, by doing a number of things. Mm -hmm. Most people don't have that experience in life. Mm -hmm. Uh, Most people, thankfully, don't have to go through something that rigorous because they don't have a problem with alcohol Mm -hmm. and they're not destroying their lives and other people around them. Mm -hmm. In this world or in this kind of. um, uh, Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all, whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on a whim road trippers or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
Go to your happy price, price line. Environment where we hear all this bad news, whether it's politicians or actors or celebrities behaving badly. Do you ever notice, like, so a lot of men are behaving badly. Mm-hmm. And do you ever hear things out of men that sound very, like, defensive and very, um, like, try to explain away behavior mm-hmm. and they try to sort of rationalize the behavior mm-hmm. and they try to come up with excuses. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just going to say it. I heard somebody try to use uh, baby Jesus mm-hmm. as an excuse mm-hmm. most recently yeah. for somebody's sexual abuse. Mm-hmm. I think people are not used to and should become more used to and comfortable with um, taking account of their behavior yeah. and the behavior of people like them. And yeah. I think the reason you see a lot of that weird reaction from people is because they're not used to, because they think they're being attacked somehow when really we should be, we should really be excited about this moment in a, in a bittersweet way, because we can acknowledge that like we're treating, we're, we're teaching boys the wrong things. Men are going to have to change their behavior I don't mean to make this too big and too serious. No, I actually think that's a really interesting observation. And I will say that I've I've heard that same kind of um, outspoken, almost defensiveness coming from men specifically around this issue on other issues. It can come from women. It can come from any number of people. I think sometimes that is a a function of both what you were just talking about, Bradley, um, the the uh, the infrequency of people being held accountable by themselves for their own or being attitudes, willing thoughts, to look at actions. Their own behavior. Exactly. Yeah. I also think that there's that that the other piece of that is that if we acknowledge that there's something wrong with certain behaviors, then there is a movement to change how we have coped. In our lives. And people have problems with change. And I think that that is frightening for people, right? Because it means that the status quo has to change. And that's, I think, the the pushback also comes from this feeling of, well, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to have to, you know, watch my feet every time I walk into a room and like not be able to say something to, you know, that lady. Do you see what I'm saying? Because I think that the interpretation is that the pendulum is going to swing so far that it will mean that men can't flirt or that, you know, that is not, there is a very wide chasm between flirting and exposing your, whipping your stuff out and doing your thing with it. That there is a huge or sexually abusing a, a, a minor. Yes. Yeah. Those are so far away from each other that that I think we've lost our ability to to even see the distance between them. And I guess uh, my how I was relating it to my own experience is I I I now have experienced the importance of uh, acknowledging my own like flaws mm-hmm. and how that can be very helpful. And so I actually think this is a good thing that people are being so open. But I always I, I always marvel at people's you know like nobody's saying you're a child molester. Nobody's saying you're a sexual assaulter or Mm -hmm. you're a rapist. Mm -hmm. Why are you so defensive about other people's, uh, you know, truths? Yeah. Yeah. Like you should be standing up for those people and you should be standing up, um, to make things better, not to like, tell us why there's not really a problem. Yeah. God, that was heavy. I'm sorry. I know it's Friday, you guys. And normally (laughs) 
We are not this serious. It's true. I mean, I burp and fart. Well, okay, I have an idea. How about this? So normally at this time in the show, this is when we uh, cheat on our diets. We throw caution to the wind and we eat something that we've been wanting to eat for weeks and try. And then we tell you whether or not it's worth it. Right. Well, why don't we actually have a literal palate cleanser? We're going to take a little break here. And when we come back, we'll have our palate cleanser. And then we'll identify the D-bags of the day. Or maybe we'll just do the palate yeah, we'll cleanser. Do whatever you want. We'll find out. All right, but we're we're gonna eat some something naughty, right? Yes. Okay. Good. That is a promise. Finally. After this on the Colleen Woo! and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. On my talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. We've broken all the other rules. Right? We are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer, And this is Cheat Day Friday. Dirty, rotten cheetah. Cheat Day Taste Test. Stick this in your mouth. What are we putting in our mouth? I don't know. What are you wrinkling over there? Ripples got ridges. Uh, apparently, um, you can now have appetizers in a bag. Okay, this is and super by that exciting. I mean appetizer flavored patata chips. These are not necessarily new, uh, but we've not had these yet, right, Colleen? Right. So, what are these? Not ruffles, ripples, rip, rip, old Dutch, r- old ripples. Dutch ripples. So basically, uh, ruffles made by old Dutch, and they're making them in the flavor of some of your favorite appetizers. And the one that we're trying today is basically an onion blossom. Yeah, onion blossom flavored chip. potato chips, appetizers on the go. Okay, tell me more about what do they say about the flavor? It Can just I- says, um, are you looking for your favorite appetizer while on the go? Yes. Look no further. Onion blossom has taken the best, or uh, ripples has taken the best flavors you get in the restaurants and put them all in one chip. Oh my gosh. Okay, can I try? Yeah, but um, give me a whiff first. Oh, oh I already you know. started eating. Oh, on my mouth. Mm. They don't smell like onion blossom. Not at all. I will tell you, when you first put it on your tongue, it's oniony. It is like a hundred percent oniony right away, which is weird because it doesn't taste like it. It's not even just oniony, Bradley. I would call it funiony. Doesn't it taste a little bit I wish like it was funiony? But doesn't it taste like the funion dust on the first bite? Right. It's a little sweet. Kind of, yeah. There's you know, brown sugar in here. No wonder. What, weird. Is there brown sugar in a onion blossom in real life? I don't know. Um, There's molasses too. Really? Yeah. Sweet, sassy molasses. I mean, I would eat this whole bag. Let's be real. Well, I mean, yes. Like, because it, it's on a chip and it's crunchy and there's sweet and salty and a little bit of onion. Here's my, okay. I have a couple things. I'm going to, first of all, I'm going to give it a rating. I'm going to say it's three out of five Cobras. Yeah, I'd do that. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. Like, I will eat the whole thing. I'd like it with some dip. Oh, with a little bit of, like, top the tater? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be good? Mm-hmm. But here's... Can oh, God, I, no, I just want top the tater. But I'm actually... I was... I'm the, the, reason, the only reason I'm disappointed with it is because all it makes me want is to have an awesome blossom. I do love from it. From Chili's. Which I will is say that no doesn't longer taste, on the menu. That doesn't taste like an awesome blossom. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think Outback I, Steakhouse has the awesome blossom. They have something similar. It doesn't taste like the Chili's one. You know, the thing I loved about Chili's was baby the... Baby back, baby back, baby back ribs. <laughs> Chili's. I liked the dip that it came with. Yeah. Oh, 
Man. And do you remember? Okay. I'm about to tell you something about my life. Okay. There was I a mean, time. Yeah. When I would have thought that that was, you know, on the healthier side for appetizers. Cause you know, it was an onion. Oh yeah. Cause it's, <laughs> it's a vegetable. So like you, I would like get that with a friend and that would be dinner. Those things are like 15,000 calories. Don't you love up. people, like when you run into people who are like, I'm eating healthy, I'm going to have me some, you know, uh, Twizzlers, uh-huh. and uh, I'm going to have some fried chicken without the skin. Just like the the weird notions that people still have around about what's healthy. It makes you wonder if everything that we think is healthy now, I actually, this is funny, because um Somebody was referencing the Mediterranean diet and Uh I was like, well, yeah, but like, that's not the like, it's Greek to me diet or the um, like Holy Land diet because yeah, Mediterranean food can be good. But what they're really saying is like low saturated fat, Uh lots more vegetables, lean proteins, Mm -hmm. not an entire pan of Spanakopita. Thank you. When I hear Mediterranean (laughs) diet, I'm like, where's the hummus, the pita, the olives, Mm -hmm. the falafel, the baklava, the the gyro, gyro, gyro meat. Gyro, <laughs> you know that's the that's the uh, Mediterranean diet I want. Oh my gosh, I do too. Actually, I just wanted to on the, back to the uh, the ripples, the chips, uh, appetizers on the go. I wanted to tell you what other flavors are available. Oh yeah, what other um, appetizers? Do they have? So we had onion blossom, but mm-hmm. there's also available jalapeno poppers, mm-hmm. chicken artichoke flatbread. That's a weird one. I know buffalo wing and blue cheese. Interesting. And bacon cheeseburger sliders. Can we just give a um, an honorable mention again to last week? Do you remember what we had last week? Was last week when we had the prison chips? Is that what you're no, talking about? No, that's two weeks ago, I oh, think. Oh, okay. Last week we had... Chips. It's now our third chip oh in a row. Oh my gosh. We're like, it's chip month here. What chips did we have? Turkey and gravy. Oh my gosh, those were so good. I need to go back to the co-op today and pick those up because... Yes. Uh, what were they called? Boulder... Boulder something, yeah. Yes, they were delicious. Boulder Canyon uh, potato chips, and right now they have a turkey and gravy, and it sounds weird. Yeah. But were those not like the best chips you've had in a while? We killed an entire bag of those in no time. I mean, literally. Like in a break. entire bag. Holly came in and was like, oh, can I get some of those chips? And I was like... They're no. gone. Sorry. Well, and you came in to get some, and I was like, I mean, I, I, I bought the bag, so technically it's all mine, and you can't have any. <laughs> and it was too late. Because I was already eating, like, uh, <laughs> half the bag myself. But no, those were amazing, and I want more. Sorry. Okay. I just was having a food memory. Can I skip over uh, something and tell you about another chip that is a thing in mm-hmm. the world? Yeah. Um, and these are across the pond. These are in the UK. They have winter berries and Prosecco crisps prosecco's a booze right prosecco is like champagne okay basically why would it's like you, a bubbly so wine champagne chips yeah let me read the description ew light and crispy potato snacks that pop in your mouth with a hint of fizz flavor ew is it like <laughs> um like pop rocks or something no i don't think so i mean i think that they just have like a prosecco i don't know but um but people are like outraged at the notion of this. This is when I think Prosecco's having a moment, though, right? Well, yeah, it probably is for like the last. There couple was like years. a Prosecco cheese that people were talking about. I remember seriously. Yeah, it was like Prosecco flavored cheese. No. Yeah. Again, let's can we calm down with trying to make every. I, I realize I'm a hypocrite when I say this because there are some things that I'm get excited about, but this 
this whole experience we're having in the food world with trying to make certain foods taste like other, other foods, foods. Yeah. It's confusing. Like artichoke flatbread seems an odd choice that's for a, a potato stretch. chip. Yeah, that's a stretch. Yeah. That's Although, like saying TV dinner uh, potato chip. Right. But again, I would have said this about the turkey dinner that's flavored true. chip. That's true. And I wanted to eat that all day, every day. Well, here was the question that I have. Do you ever notice that chicken is not a flavoring option? The only chicken flavored item for a snack is chicken and a biscuit. This is true. And I have always wondered why, like, we don't have, like, chicken-flavored potato chips. Like, you have, I guess you don't have beef-flavored or, like, ham-flavored chips, but... Oh, my gosh. That got me in a gross But bacon, you have bacon. Uh, I guess you don't have sausage. (laughs) But chicken, doesn't chicken seem like it would be a good chip flavoring? yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, Prosecco does not sound like a good chip flavoring. No, it doesn't. You know what does sound good? I want to know what you feel about this. So if you guys are just joining us, we kind of uh, have decided to um, stop talking about gross and talk about Start eating our feelings. (sighs) There's so many feelings to eat. I Mm -hmm. can't even uh, right now. But Hershey's has a new bar coming out. Did you see this? Mm -mm. It's coming on December 1st. Okay. uh, And it's called... It's the first new candy bar from Hershey's, by the way, since mm. 1995. The last one, White Cream. Oh, that one was a good one. Which has like cookies and cream. Yeah, I love that one. So you've got milk chocolate, dark chocolate, white cream, and now Hershey's Gold. And Is it going to be like pumpkin flavored? No, thank God. Okay. I think you're going to like it. I don't know, but I do, and here's why. it's kind of an orangey color. It's like a golden rod. Hershey's Gold described... As a buttery sweet cream with crunchy bits of pretzels and peanuts. Mm. Doesn't that sound good? Yes. Mm. When does this come out? It's reportedly uh, December 1st. It's reportedly, quote, using a proprietary process to transform white cream into solid gold by caramelizing the cream in a specialized kitchen. Okay. I'll eat. The cream from that specialized kitchen. It already kicked off uh, in uh, Seoul, or excuse me, Pyeongchang, South Korea, which is, I guess, because the Olympic Winter Games is going there. Hmm. So they thought, you know, gold, gold medal, haha. Oh, that's cute. Anyway, I'm excited to try that. Okay, when as soon as we can get our hands on that, let's like, yeah. uh, let's put it in our tickler file. You know, that one that we have for mm-hmm. our. All of our food needs. We have that. No, we don't. Okay. But we're going to have to make that because right. I don't want to forget about this. So That's if it's going to be available December first, I'm going to put an alert on my phone so right. that we can make sure we pick one up because that does look delicious. Gold. And pretzels, peanuts, and caramelized cream. That sounds amazing, doesn't it? Yeah. All right, um, Bradley. When we come back, I've got some really awesome scientific news to share with you. You do. Yeah, saunas actually improve your health i'm going to tell you why uh you need to wipe down your grocery cart and it has nothing to do with germs oh okay all right we'll do that after this on the colleen and bradley show on my talk 1071 live at my talk 1071.com we are everything entertainment i'm colleen lindstrom that guy's bradley trainer hi hi and uh i've got really great news for you bradley we like to smarten it up right now during the show and uh i recently found out that scientifically speaking, saunas are really good for your health. Saunas are good for your health? Yes. Why? Because science. Science. 
It's true. I mean, we've sort of known this for a This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Sometime, the art of taking saunas is something that's really popular, specifically in like Finland and Denmark, etc. Mm-hmm. And there's always been some anecdotal evidence that they are good for your health. But mostly it's just like people like doing it because it feels kind of well, good. I feel whatever. like whoever wants to buy a sauna um, is going to send this article to their spouse who thinks it's a complete waste of money. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? To justify their purchase. I don't know. Do you feel uncomfortable? Did I maybe hit a little too close no, to home? I don't know what you're talking about. Mm. I think I think you're referring to the fact that I bought mm-hmm. a used sauna on Craigslist. I'm just saying if somebody was having a, a hard time. Steal. Thank you very much. Stealing your children's future. <laughs> but okay. Anyway, here's what they found. The scientists from the uh, universities of Bristol and Eastern Finland found that people who combine exercise and saunas have, a, among other things, a substantially reduced risk of dying from any disease. Also, okay, I didn't, I, I didn't add the end of that. Compared to just doing one or the other. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But they do say that that there is more than anecdotal evidence now that saunas, the the regular use of a sauna actually reduces your risk of getting pneumonia or having common congestive head colds and sometimes even the flu. They don't know exactly why, but they think that part of the reason why scientists, that is, think that the heat of the sauna might reduce the congestion in your head and in your lungs and it helps you kind of clear that out. Interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, um Well, I bet you feel real good about yourself. I do. That's exactly why I brought this to you. I was going to say uh-huh. I don't know that anybody else gave a crap except for you and the three other people who have a sauna and are trying to justify why they spent all that money on or it. Or they use the sauna at the gym. I used to love when I went to a gym. I wish my gym had a sauna. Oh my See? god, I can't even. Be, you know why? You just come over to my house and use my no, sauna. No, that'd be kind of weird. Uncle Bradley's in the basement again. In the sauna. Don't mind me, I'm just in the sauna. Hi. And also, um just so that the person doesn't call this time Sauna. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Got yelled at last say, time. Up on the range. Sauna. Sauna. The Finnish way is sauna. Well, we ain't in Finland, honey. So, <laughs> All right. Uh, congrats. I'm happy that you are healthier because of your sauna. Thank you. Um, I do have a warning for you and all of our listeners out there. Uh-oh. I need you to make sure you wipe down your grocery cart the next time you're at uh, the grocery store, the Targets, or wherever. Okay. Why? Because. 
has nothing to... What? Are people calling the corrector? Why didn't you see? Okay. So I'm going to give people a little heads up. So I just said, next time you go get a grocery cart, make sure you wipe it down. And it has nothing to do with germy germs, Colleen. Oh, good. Okay, why? It has everything to do with the opioid crisis. (gasps) Are you saying that there's opioids on my grocery cart? Okay, here's what I want to say. Let's be very careful, but I have to read you something. Oh, gosh. Okay, Okay, so you have if you're going to listen to the following words, you need to listen all the way through. You can't tune out, so you're going to have to listen to until I say you can go. Okay, so everybody... Stay right where you are and listen to every one of Bradley's words. So yesterday, the Leechville Police Department posted the following message. Uh Heard something today that's so worth sharing. You know when you go to Walmart and they have the wipes to clean your cart handle? How many of you don't use them? I don't. Me? I don't. Well, I do. And I always thought of the germs only. Was told today that the police chief also suggests you do it because of all the problems with drugs nowadays. And if they have fentanyl or something like that, which, by the way, how many people have died from fentanyl overdose? So many. If they have fentanyl on their hands and they touch the cart handle, then you do. It can get into your system. Scary, but worth taking the time to clean the handle. All you'd have to do is rub your nose or touch your child's mouth. (gasps) Children being exposed to just powder or residue can turn deadly. Never thought about that. Copy and paste under your status and let's help keep everyone, especially children and grandchildren, safe. I don't normally copy and paste, but I thought this needs to go out to everyone. I don't normally wipe handles, but I will definitely do so now. Again, that's the Leechville Police Mm -hmm. Department uh, in Arkansas. I had not known that that was an issue. Um, Neither had I. And the good news is... now I'm scared. There's good news? There's good news. Oh, okay. Here's an update. Oh, okay. Um, in our original story, says Fox 59, we reported that the Leechville Police Department was warning customers to wipe down their shopping carts to avoid fentanyl poisoning. However, the police department has since deleted that post and replaced it with this one from the Leechville Police Department. The post about the fentanyl was sent to me from another officer at another department. I simply shared it. I should have checked it further before I posted it. Sorry for the confusion. Um, Do you want to say it or should I? You do it. Fake news! My gosh! Also, you guys! Oh, okay. So they actually did uh, Fox 59 talk to like an actual, I think, doctor DEA DEA, uh, person who said exposure to fentanyl is deadly. Uh, However, it's very unlikely that you would ever uh, come into contact with enough on the handle of a shopping cart where it would need to be an issue. Okay, this I, I, that just destroyed my faith in humanity. <laughs> All of that did. Here's here's why. This is the police department. Yes, in a, an area, but a police department where you would would want to trust that they are there to protect and serve you, right? And they fell prey yep. to basically like an unvetted chain letter 
status well, that people were passing around Facebook. Here's the good news. Whenever you see something on Facebook, I have a simple rule for you. If you see the following words, copy and paste under oh, your status. Yep, be done. Move on. Bye. I can't tell you how many people, and I'm sure you get these too, Colleen, send me because thankfully we have a lot of listeners who follow us on Facebook. I cannot tell you how many times I get a message mm-hmm. usually. Mm-hmm. And that's the other tell. If somebody sends you a private message and it includes the words, please copy and paste, don't. Mm-hmm. Because that usually means it's a bunch of cockamamie fake news. Also, can we acquaint everybody with a lovely little website called Snopes? Before you share anything, check Snopes. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, you will always... Because the problem is, like, so many of these, and I, they just are there to... Um, promote like hysteria and we need less of that we need a little more ohm in our lives we need a little more fact a little more namaste so let's not you know let's just not but you're right anything that says copy and paste this under your status i was really like i got the story and i was like oh my god this is terrifying and then uh they updated the story saying yeah so turns out bloop bloops a daisies so i was kind of happy that 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 wasn't true because I would be paranoid now that I would be overdosing on fentanyl uh, every time I went to Target. I was actually pre-worried about that. Right. But then I thought about it and I thought, you know, I feel like I would have noticed if I was affected <laughs> by that. You? I mean... <laughs> I mean, I feel like I would. It would I feel explain like a lot of other people's behavior. Right. <laughs> that I know. Yeah, or mine. Like, hey, maybe did you touch some fentanyl over on the uh, Target card over there, honey? <laughs> You're acting a little woo-woo. Exactly. All right, when we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, oh my gosh, they are thinking about lowering the drinking age in our neighbor, Wisconsin. Is this a good idea or a bad idea? Bradley will give us all the facts and we'll take your calls 651-641-1071 after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071.